God damn it. I was trying to be cool and like crack the beer to start it. Welcome to the Art of the Die. Game week 34. Done and dusted. Game week 35 on the way. Jake and I are terrible at this game. Jake, how are you, buddy? You know, I'm hanging in there. I'm not as sad as I should be. You ought to be sad. Your team, your team took a dump this week. Yeah, it did. It's not my fault. Fault. That's right. That's right. You should have given though probably like a better pre-match speech to the boys before to the lads before they took the pitch though, right? Yeah, agreed. Agreed. I have to say it's probably your tactics. I uh, I'm not joking. I did uh I thought I'd be cool by like cracking a beer to start the pod. Um because normally so we used to back in the day for the old listeners. We used to record almost all of our pods late at night and so it made sense have, you know, a drink or 12 and then get into recording. Um, but lately we've recorded a lot during the day and in the morning, uh, just like when life allows us to, but tonight it's a Friday night. Jake and I are getting crazy cause our teams are terrible. Uh, and I tried to crack the beer and it just went all over my computer. It's happened. It's to, don't, don't do tequila. It's bad, bad news. Yeah. Your wife did do that to you. She was just like, Hey Jake, how's your pod? Enjoy tequila. <laughs> all over your computer. Yeah, good times. Yeah, computer yeah. wants tequila. Um, game week thirty four is done, Jake, and this week's gonna be crazy for us. We were just talking before we got started. Uh, I think we might have this might be a new record for like the number of comments and questions that we have. I mean, we have about fifty things that we need to address from different people that wrote in, uh, which we really appreciate. So thank you for for those that wrote in. Um, it's just like a crazy time of year, and things are really flying with the game weeks back to back and matches seemingly every day. Um, so a lot to cover this week. Um, I wanted to start though this week by just giving a quick shout out, I, uh, to, to kind of like our, our Patreons and the people that do support the podcast. Um, we, I, th- I think maybe do a, a, a poor job sometimes of that, Jake, like thanking those folks. Um, I know that most of them are not the type that like really feel the need to be thanked. And most of the time we just talk shit like about how they're paying for our lavish lifestyles. Right. Um, but but these people really are quite awesome. And um, I just wanted to give a shout out to everybody that is supporting our podcast in one way or another. Um, and I'm just going to quickly like in the sake for the sake of privacy, not read out full names. But um, but Tony, Gaz, uh, Matthew, uh, Pawan, Emma, um, another Matthew, Keith, uh, Meredith, Thomas, Jake, Patrick, Kenny, uh, Marvin and Bobby, all people that. Um, are supporting our pod at least at, at some level. Uh, we really, really appreciate it. Um, you know, again, like Jake and I are rich as hell because of y'all. You know, like we are taking your money and living the lifestyle you wish you could live. Um, but thank you uh, for those that, that, that help us with the podcast. Jake, do you want to say anything to those people? Uh, you know, just appreciate it. It, you know, it's a big thing. Um, I feel like it, it means a lot to us. Um, and even if we don't show it on the pod enough, we, we do talk about it a lot off the air too. Um, it, it really helps out. There's a lot going on and it just makes us smile that, you know, people actually want to listen to us because nobody wants to listen to me. So it just makes us smile. Jake, you ruined it. 
You really did. Yeah. Um, no, it, it is funny because when, and we'll get into FPL in just a moment here, but like when people hear that we have a Patreon and that people give us money every month to listen to our podcast, their jaws like drop. Our friends are like, why? Why would anyone give you guys money for anything? Um, and so we're like, well, that's why you're poor and Jake and I are rich, you know? Uh, we made it. We done made it. Uh, if you can't support our Patreon, we understand that um, for whatever reason. Um, but but one thing that you can do that really helps is just supporting us on social media. So like we use Twitter primarily. Um, if you're on Twitter and you listen to our podcast weekly and you don't retweet us or like our tweet every week, like mm, we've got a problem. OK, so help us out. We really appreciate it. Um, you know, I can I'll share a really quick story and then we'll get into FPL like Garf reached out to me uh, a while back and was just like, hey, listen, man, like, you know, can't justify the money to the wife. Uh, but I really appreciate your guys' pod and I listen every week. And, uh, you know, I said, man, hey, man, I get it. Um, you know, retweet us and help us out and just like be involved. And he's like, yep. And he does that like week after week, writing in questions and helping us out. And and that means a lot as well. It's, it's not as good Garf as money. Okay. No, I'm just kidding. I really appreciate it. So let's get into the let's get into the pod, Jake. Thanks to everybody that supports us. Um, so our teams are bad, Jake. I think that that's where we need to start. We suck. Yes, we do. Hmm. This is like I, it's frustrating. I don't know what happened at all. Honestly. No, I know it, it's really frustrating. Like, so let's just rewind to like this the the restart. Okay, so that would have been is it game week um, thirty plus right? Yeah, game week thirty yeah. plus. Okay, so I had a game week rank of 58,000. I think it was actually my best game week rank of the entire season. 117 points. Made a huge jump in game week uh, overall rank. Uh, I went from, let's see, in 30 plus, I went from being ranked like 80,000 to 40,000. I have my rank. Next game week, uh, 89 points. Game week rank of about 300K. Jumped another 10,000 points. And since then, I've had game week ranks of 3.2 million, 3 million, and 3.5 million, um, and red arrows on red arrows on red arrows. You had a, a, a similar calamity this week as well, didn't you? Yeah. Well, this this it's a lot of numbers, but I'll just give you guys the brief idea. So from game week 24 um, to game week 31, which is the last like official. I don't well actually I don't know why that happened, but let's just say till that till the break. I floated between a hundred and four um thousand and a hundred and forty thousand, like consistently. Um and then basically coming right out of the break, red hot, got up to thirty I had a thirty thousand, I was twenty nine thousand, which super happy about for me. That'd be a new record. And uh, I was hanging in there these last three weeks, like not much changed, a couple red arrows, a couple green arrows. And now after this week, uh, I'm back to 65,000 and I feel like it's just going to get worse looking at my team. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's not yeah. good. Um, <laughs> let's talk about our game weeks just really quickly. It, they're mostly sad. So there's not a lot of good things. And what's interesting is normally if you have like a shit game week, I feel happy. You know, like, ah, I got Jake. Or, like, if I have a bad game, you're probably feeling feeling good. Not justified, but maybe you feel that way. Um, but I'll, I'll talk about my team quickly. So uh, the biggest mistake I made with my team on the restart, I think, is having a United defender. I have De Gea in goal. And you're probably thinking, like... Yeah, be, 
he got a clean. He got a clean. Yeah. Uh, and actually, he's had cleans in uh, three out of the five games. But if you look at like having De Gea versus having Martial or Greenwood, it's a huge mistake. Like it, it, the points difference is is drastically different. Um, especially considering that I have Rashford as my other United attacker. It's not like I have Greenwood or Martial. Um, and I shit all over Martial, and then he's been really good. So that makes me feel great as well. Um, double Liverpool defense didn't return. Uh, you know, Wolves, uh, Doherty, uh, no return as well. Late, late goal conceded. My midfield looks great with KDB, Fernandez. I brought Sterling in for Salah, which um, at first I thought I was a genius when he got his goal. Uh, an assist despite being benched and then Salah went out and just had a spectacular match um, and then my front line is a mess right Rashford and Jimenez and uh, Lascelles, Jack Robinson uh, both benched and so Conley comes in off of my bench uh, and gives me a solid one point return total of 61 points average this week was 59 so um, yeah it's it's basically uh, it's an absolute mess um, I thought, I mean, generally speaking, Jake, right? If you have a captain that gets two returns, you're going to have a pretty good game week, right? I mean, normally, yeah. Um, it, you know, you nailed your captain. Uh, it doesn't seem to matter, especially Sterling, who's only owned by like 17%. I thought I was going to fly. Nope, I suck. And red arrows in every single league, now down to 82,000 overall. Tell me about your game week, Jacob. Well, it only goes down from here. Um, Thank God. Yeah, I had a solid game week score of 49 points. I literally do want to, you know, we're going to go old school back to the stat list. I think Phil Foden is on that stat list because (laughs) there's nothing more frustrating than see a player with like a walk into goal, put it wide, you know, miss miss a shot from three yards out. And like... It's not like Phil is owned by a large amount. He's owned by 6%. Like, for the love of God, if you would have just put one of those in, it would have been a fine game week. And if it would have been the pass from De Bruyne, who I had captained, that would have been another assist for De Bruyne, another six points for that, and six points for a goal. That turns my red arrow into a green arrow. You know what I mean? Like, that's how tight it is right now, which I think is why i'm so frustrated but yet also like is it is it really my fault i think you're (laughs) you hit the nail on the head though not having greenwood is killing us you more because you have rashford too don't like don't laugh don't laugh when you say that (laughs) i just keep looking at rashford and i'm like why am i paying nine million for a striker that's gotten me you know honestly not bad returns typically like nine two six two like that's not terrible i mean he's a little bit pricey for that but then you have greenwood at like four point you know five or whatever getting two goals a game you're like ooh, um it's like it's not good um you know fernandez has been keeping my team alive i guess and that's about it so yeah, I, uh, let me uh, just say, so so I think Foden missed, if I have this correctly, I believe he missed two big chances in the match, um, which sucks, right? But like, and we're going to talk about this more throughout the podcast because there's some questions on it, but like freaking Greenwood, everybody that's like anti-XG has such a boner right now. He has an, uh, an expected goals of like 0.5 or something. And he, I think he scored, how many goals? Is he, and he scored... Um, 
Let me see. He scored four goals in the last four game weeks. And so, like, everybody out there that's like, XG is a joke. You know, they're like, they're just boning out to this. And it's so frustrating because, like, I don't get how numbers work. Okay, good for you. You know, like, you picked Greenwood. Well done. You're a genius, I guess. Um, Yeah, so it's frustrating, right? Like, the whole Foden situation, too. I have him in my team. And um, I don't know, man. Our, our teams are, like, on paper, you look at the team, you're like, not bad, not bad. But I'm getting roasted every week. Uh, so I'm not really – the last three weeks have just been terrible. I'm not really sure uh, what to do. Hmm. Should yeah, we, I'm not sure what to do either. Should we delete our teams? Just have a drink, you know? Yeah, I'm, I'm a beer and a half in. And the best pods I think that we do are when Marco is post-bike ride. I just did like a nice hard workout, you know, and like didn't replace fluids with water. I'm doing it with beer, uh, as is tradition. Um, and so I've got a good buzz going already. That's solid. Yeah. I mean, the other problem that I'm going to say, because I'm just going to finish up with my team quickly. Okay. I have left so many points on the bench with Sheffield. Um, yeah, you have Egan, this is don't the, you? I have Egan, who... I've left on the bench when he's had a 10-point haul, a 15-point haul. And I've left Basham on the bench when he had like seven or eight points. And also I had Henderson on the bench who had seven points. <laughs> um, you know, so. Yeah. Solid. It's a lot of solid points that I've left on the bench over the past couple of weeks. So yeah, that's you, the way FPL goes. So You suck. Yeah, I do. Is. And I suck more because I'm actually behind you by a handful of points right now. Not for long. Not for long. Not for long. Um, all right. Well, let's get into, Jake, some questions. Uh, let's kind of gar- start getting into some questions because, like I said, we literally have, like, I think 40-plus comments and questions that people wrote in. So um, I think Jamie Dodd asked a really, really good question. And Jamie's having a great year, so he gets to ask this. He says, when trying to maintain a high rank, what's the best approach with captains? Uh, pick the high effective ownership player to cover yourself if they haul or pick a good but less owned pl- oh okay if they haul or pick a good but less owned player to take advantage if the obvious pick blank so it's like an idea of risk versus reward i think um i don't know exactly what da- jamie's uh, rated but i think he's like around three or four k right now if i remember one of his twitter posts he recently put out uh so last year i can talk a little bit about myself um, and what I did last year. Uh, so I had a pretty good year last year. I think I finished like just around a thousand K the year before I was around 17 K or maybe 14 K or something like that. But last year when I was in the top 10 K, um, I, and, and this is kind of a fault of me. I'm incredibly conservative and my approach is such that I basically bottled it up. I was like, whoever's the highest effective ownership, I'm just captaining that player, okay? I'm going to protect my rank. I'm just going to have the best rank I've ever had because basically, like, some people would say, go for the win, but, like, you look at who's in first place, and, like, when you're at 1,000K, number one is, like, 30, 40, 50, 60 points in front of you. I mean, they, I think at the by the end of the year in the last few game weeks, uh, that person was, like, 90 points in front of me. Uh, so I wasn't beating, even at 1,000K, I wasn't beating them. Right. So 
I kind of just bottled it up and picked um, the highest, basically effective ownership player like Jamie Sane. In retrospect, uh, I'm I'm mostly happy with that move. I wish maybe I would have evaluated kind of where I was at and where number one was at, maybe with 10 game weeks to go, not with three game weeks to go or four game weeks to go. Um, and maybe I would have played a little bit more aggressive and like, what's really the difference between a thousand and you know, 5,000, it's nothing, right? Like unless I was hoping to get into the triple digit rank, right? And maybe I should have played a bit aggressive to try to get into that triple digit, but I didn't. What, um, I mean, do you have anything you want to comment on that, Jake? You've never been good. So like, maybe you don't really know. Yeah, yeah I think hindsight's twenty twenty, but I, or is it twenty five fifteen? Possibly. You can see things I far away like a robot, but up close, things are mostly normal. Yeah. Something to think about. Um, what, if it's a, what if it's like a small robot? Now, you know, I don't know. I just go with the guys who I think are going to score. And so that's a good I've choice. I've gotten returns for my captains. And so, like, yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. It's just like to me, it just I just go for like the returns because it, it makes so much more sense to just whatever points you're getting you're doubling them so i don't like super risky is that how captain, because like you wait, said wait, hold up can we stop for a minute is that how the captain works then well no i i just mean like i don't like i don't like super risky i just don't see the point because like if you double zero it's still zero right Ooh, like jake breaking up I mean, some trigonometry here well done jacob yeah i mean i get what you're saying like if you're gonna go for it go for it but so does that mean you captain Egon when he gets the 15 no, point haul? No, no. You know I, what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, no. Yeah. No, I get that. But like, I think more the idea is like, maybe you don't. So like this game week, right? Who's going to be the most captain player mm-hmm. this game week? Probably Fernandez, right? Is going to be up there. Um, possibly yeah. like Sala after his big performance. Like, I think what Jamie Moore is saying, like, is do you maybe go with Vardy? Right, who's probably going to be the third or fourth highest captain player, but might only be captained overall like by ten percent of the of the playing population, right? So like maybe you go for a player, you look at kind of the top ten k players, and you say, uh, I want to go with something a little not completely left field. I'm not going to captain my goalkeeper or whatever. Like I'm just going to captain a player that has a, a still has a good chance of returns, but uh, gives me the potential to jump players in the case that. He never will, but like Fernandez blanks, right? Yeah. And I think that's like a perfect world that you have a player like Fardy going against like a pretty bad team that still has a high likelihood of return. So yeah, I'm okay with that. But I think for the most part, you're going to do the best when you captain a player like Salah against Burnley at home. Like you can't look at the prior result and just be like, oh, because he had a good game, he's not going to have a good game week this week. So of all those three players, I would probably lean Salah. And I don't think that's wrong. But yeah, I get what you're saying. You may not get first if you're sitting at around 1,000. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if you going with Vardy's going to get you that either because you, you could end up way worse. So hmm. more likely than not, I guess, is my thought. Yeah. It's just like, do you want to roll the dice or not? That's the question. Yeah, but you have those good seasons under your belt because you play it safe right like you know i try for the trickier things and maybe it's not always with the captain choices but you know i was like oh let's get rid of trent for a while 
had I not done that, I'd probably be sitting 10, 10 to 20K, mm-hmm. you know? I was like, oh, let's get rid of De Bruyne for a while. Like, you look back on it when the season's done, and, like, this is still my best season by far. Um, but I'm like, well, if I would have just played it safe, I would have done way better. And, yeah, obviously you want to win. And, like you said, there's a difference between making, like, a little bit of a change up, but, like, something super crazy, I don't know if it's really worth it. Hmm. I just think there's like a big difference between risky and and foolish, which is what you are. So big difference. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Trying to hurt your feelings. Did it work? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Hell yeah. All right. Um, FPL Virgin writes in, it's a matter of public record that Jake brazenly copies Marco's second wildcard player for player. Do you ever get so fed up with FPL that you just want to give up and copy uh laterizers 12s team so kind of a uh having a very good year i think it's laterizer i think i said that right i think he's ranked in the in the top thousand or uh right now uh yeah i mean he's got a great team if i could have his team i'd have his team maybe jake should stop copying me it's probably a good idea uh shiva is there a way to enjoy both fpl and premier league football while being serious about fpl or I do think that that's a, a, a legit question. We talked a little bit about that in the past in the pod, right, Jake? Like, we yeah. both like the game, right? We both like just watching matches. Um, I'm a firm believer that playing FPL uh, completely adulterates your appreciation for the game um, because you just, like, everything's out the window. All you care about is if your players perform and, and like, you know, there's a beautiful team build up and a goal and like you don't even like it because you don't own the player. You know, it's just like I- I'm going to say no. Right. Like if you want to be really serious yeah. about FPL, like you, you just like you got to you got to hate yourself first off. And then you have to just hate the game in general. Um, it's the only way. The only way to win is to be sad. I think that that's important. Completely agree. Yeah. Um, FPL is like a game of luck. And like I was like watching the Arsenal Wolves game. and I was like man, why did Wolves have to lose and Jimenez not have to score? And I was like, oh, my God, what's wrong with me? Right. You know? Yeah. It's just that's the way it is, though. No, so. it's an eternal state of sadness. So just let's all be on, on board with what's happening there. Um, yep. Okay, let's talk about leaderboards, Jake, and then we'll get into specific questions about the game week. Um, you want to pull up Dive, League Dive, and I'll pull up uh, the PSL Super League. Um, I've got the Super League up now, so I'll do the top five. In fifth, I can't pick a captain. Molly in fourth. Marco doesn't matter. The Slack team. In third, show me the Munier. Uh, Meredith in second. Delirious. Uh, Emma, FPL. And in first, still, Loftus, Chiquinandos, Matthew Hall. It's um, uh, Delirious had a big game week. So did show me the Munier. Meredith, um, 82 points for Meredith and 77 from Emma and Matthew Hall having his first kind of not down game week, but a lower game week in a while, 64 points. It's looking like Emma may, uh, may catch him and a chance that Meredith does as well. If, if, uh, she puts the pedal to the metal, as they say, uh, Jacob league dive. Yeah, I feel like it's just super close. Um, for Pete's sake, number 10, that might be a new one, um, at least for a while, for sure. Yeah. Uh, Peter Fol- Folger, uh, number nine, Delirious, Emma FPL. Uh, number eight, Sean Cronery, um, Luka Vukic. And then number seven, E equals MCFC squared. 
that kind of annoys me that I have to read that off. Jamie Dodd, congrats, <laughs> though. You're doing well. Number six, uh, Rock and Vet, Maria Kathleen Renola Donnie. And, like, see, this is what I'm talking about. Like, she was number one, like, a couple weeks ago, dropped way down, and then had a great game week score of 81. It's, like, it's tight, like, everywhere. Mm-hmm. It's pretty It's pretty impressive. Toy, toy, um, toy. Number f- Toy, yeah, toy. <laughs> toy, toy. <laughs> number five, Loftus Cheeky Nandos, Matthew Hall. Number four, Return of the Snag, FPL Lewis. Number three, United of Chorley, um, Bogdan. I'm just going to leave it at Bogdan. Bogdan Bogdanovich? It's not, it's not, but. <laughs> He's in the league? Uh, I can't what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I didn't even know. Um, and then number two, Grob Domestic Proddle. Solid game week score, 83. Oh, nice. And then Ulrich. Riggs Rovers, number one by seventeen points right now. He's leading. Oh, that's a is uh he wasn't in first last week, was he? Mm-mm. Oh, actually he was. Oh. Well, yeah. He Still was. Still just pushing just continuing to push it up, huh? Oh, it's because we didn't have a we didn't do a podcast the prior week. So like Oh right. We yeah. basically we had two remember right, we didn't right, do right. it in the morning. Yeah, yeah, we basically had two game weeks pass since we had the last podcast, right? The the crate okay can i tell you the craziest thing real briefly oh my gosh oh my gosh oh my gosh tell me tell me tell me he he captained mane for a solid zero points whoa and still had that many points yeah 69 there you go solo did you say 69 yeah 69 the number one between 68 and 70 yeah, I mean we're gonna we're gonna talk about this not 69. the sixty nine aspect, but <laughs> can we just admit this was a huge mistake not having Mana Mane and Sala from the get go? Perfect strategy, and very rarely have I seen teams do that, but pretty good strategy. Hmm. Okay, didn't well. work out with the captain choice by him this week, but you know he's in first place for a reason. There you go. Yeah. All right. Um what uh so matt's asking let's see let me just pull this up psl super league matt asks um or excuse me 2.0 asks whose team are you on for the dive fpl run-in team delirious or team loftus cheeky nandos so uh are are you cheering for emma or are you cheering for matthew both supporters of the project be careful who you pick Oh my gosh! I don't know if I can decide. Pick that's one, like, Jake. That's a tough question. Don't be a don't be a <laughs> bitch. Why? Pick one. I'll pick. I'll pick for a tie. No, that's a stupid thing first. to say, Jake. Pick one. I don't. They they're both so nice. Ah, uh, I'll go. I'll go, Emma. Idiot, Matthew's gonna destroy Emma. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I feel like she's been supporting our pod for just a titch longer, so that was the deciding. I don't factor. know that that's true, um, but they've both done a lot for the podcast, so um, mm. I want Matthew to destroy Emma. That's what I want. All right, um, that's the teams. Let's get into the next game week. Uh, I don't know if our if our you know advice is worth anyone's time, so maybe you just shut the podcast off now. Uh, you've had a few laughs, right? You, you've enjoyed yourself. You know, and now maybe it's time to just say, okay, enough's enough. We're moving on. Uh, but we've got a number of questions, Jake, and so we kind of got to, like, keep moving through them. We can't spend too much time. We just got to make sure we cover everything. Um, and we have questions from all sorts of people. Uh, I mostly I mostly organize them. A few of them are um, 
are like kind of repeat and and so we might have to hit on a few things a few times so um let's get into it some slack questions that we had uh kenny wrote in uh, have Jota up front. He needs to go, but I think my one free transfer would be better spent on Norwood to to Phil Foden uh, and bench Jota. Or should I roll with Norwood? I think that was last week. Or no, no, that's this week versus Wolves, right? Or was that last week? Uh, no, that was last week. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's so, a week old. Yeah, there's some there's some inter- like there's a little bit of crossover, but um. But I, I kind of like the idea of, of Norwood to Foden if you can get him, and then you can kind of swap Jota back and forth. What do you think? And then the funniest part is that Norwood got the assist against Wolves, so he should have kept uh, Norwood. So you're wrong. <laughs> Fail, Marco. That's why we have a podcast. I hate you. Uh, <laughs> Kenny also has brought in Ings for Abba to get Martial as well. Ings hasn't got – well, he does have some good fixtures now coming up. Worth replacing him with Vardy. That's a good question. Do you think that you would go right now with if you could if you had the money, um, would you be more interested in in it's Jamie Vardy or uh, Danny Ings? Jeez, I don't have either, and it's probably why my teams are my teams in a free fall. Yeah. Um, I mean Ings. Ings is so much cheaper. I would say Ings, um, and he has. I think he has better fixtures. Yeah, the Man United fixtures a little bit rough, but it's he scores against good teams. I mean, he scored against Everton. He scored against Liverpool in the Did past. You just call Everton a good um, team? They're not bad. They're not good. Come on, they're not okay. We're not going to get into it. Um, I, I think. I think personally, pretty even fixtures. So to me. Ings makes a little bit more of it more sense just because of his cost, but yeah, very similar. It's a pre- it's a pretty even split. Yeah, very very close. Like expected goals, um, also very similar. Like minutes per expected goals involvement. They're both like at about like so so. Ings is at 160 minutes. Vardy's at 135 minutes. So like relatively close. Um, pretty similar for like bonus points. Um, you know, Ings, I think, sees a lot more of the ball than Vardy does, but that's down to the system. So if you look at, like, minutes per pass received, Vardy receives the ball only, like, once every seven minutes, and Ings is about half of that, um, which is, right, you want a player that's on the ball a lot, right? Um, but it's a little, a lot of that comes down to, like, kind of the system. I wouldn't count that against Vardy necessarily. Um, but, like, statistically, if you look at, like, penalty area touches... Um, Ings and Vardy pretty close over the last four game weeks. Uh, minutes per goal, almost the exact same as well. Goal attempts, almost the exact same as well. So I think the next thing that you look to then is fixtures um, of, of the two players because their form is relatively similar. And, and I would say after this Manchester United game, definitely Ings. But Vardy right now does have Bournemouth. Um, now, Vo- Bournemouth put up half a fight against Spurs, but I... I don't think that uh, Spurs are very good, and I don't think that. Yeah, we talked about that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I think most most destroys offenses for any team he goes to. Yeah, just for so. he does it for fun, right? I mean, he's just like I don't know, I kill your team, you know, and uh, and that's the end of it. So, um, yeah, I, I think uh, obviously like Vardy for this week, but um, but next week and going forward, I think Ings is a great pick both chasing the golden boot award as well, which I don't draw too much 
like I don't like to draw too much narrative, but I do think like I try to picture if I was a player on a Premier League team and my teammate was close to winning the Golden Boot, which is a it's a huge deal in the Premier League, right? Arguably the best league in the world. Um, I know I'd be trying to help him out, right? Like I know I'd be fighting for him and trying to get him the ball uh, so that he could so that he could score goals. Um, so, you know, that's kind of my my take on it. Yeah. Also, Vardy definitely wins for kicks to the face that aren't red cards. So yeah, yeah. That was a great. That was an awesome strike too. Was that? Uh, was that? Who was that? That got hit in the face. Mustafi. Mustafi. Yeah. yeah. Uh, if anybody that says that Vardy didn't know what he was doing is an idiot. Okay. Like, Vardy is an absolute ninja. You know that he knew. Okay. Have you ever fallen and like your leg just randomly kicks out into someone's face? The answer is no. Okay. <laughs> uh, I appreciate that. That's the nicest thing you've ever said. For well, that me. wasn't for you. Oh, it's like oh. um, I don't. They probably don't have that this product in across across the pond, but Americans will know Life Alert. You know, have you seen those commercials for Life Alert? I've fallen and yes. I can't get up. Like when that grandma falls, like she doesn't kick her legs out. Her legs fail her. Okay, they have gone dead. Uh, but Vardy's like. Yeah, my legs still work. Your face is done, you know? And uh, yeah, foolish, foolish. Um, okay, so Twitter questions here. Two point, uh, uh, sex sounds. Writes in, if you can only choose between Martial and Rashford, who do you pick uh, for the remaining games? Um, it's Martial, right? Y- yeah. I mean, Rashford, like we said, has kind of been a huge mistake, especially with Greenwood who's playing in a similar position is like consistently outperforming them. Mm-hmm. That's the biggest yeah. thing is that you, you can, you can pass on Rashford to get Greenwood. Um, if you look at the touch maps, like the heat maps for these players, the issue with Rashford is not that he's not getting touches. In fact, he gets lots of touches and he even gets some touches in the box. The issue is that the majority of his play is plastered against the sideline. Uh, and he almost at times in the match, and it's just Marcus Rashford. Like it's hard not to love the guy. Like as a player, I'm not a man United fan at all. It's hard not to love the guy as a player because he does all the extra things. He tracks back. He doubles back when, even when the fullback has, uh, has a player defended well, he tracks back and defends it. He, he very rarely is out of position. He's not greedy. Now I will say though, that, like, I don't know if you watched the match, Jake, but right at the end of the game, he makes this great run across across the box, receives a pass from Pogba, who megs one of the center backs, and has a great shot on goal. He has had some good shots. In fact, his expected goal value over the last four game weeks is better than Martial's by some, some amount. Um, Martial with 1.6 expected goals and uh, Rashford with 2.2. Um, so... The issue, I think, is not necessarily the statistics. The issue is that you can just have Greenwood instead. And although Greenwood's statistics are way worse than Rashford's, the difference in price allows you to do so much in your team. That's my two two cents on that. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I've just been waiting for Greenwood to either be benched or just not return, and it just hasn't happened. So I will most likely be bringing in Greenwood for Rashford, if not this week, the next week. And that's when you guys know just 
get keep Rashford and you'll be fine. Yeah, yeah that's what will happen. I so. uh, I don't think he'll be benched. I will say that Ole came out. No, with, he, he yeah. can't be. I like thought it was going to happen, and it's yeah. just he keeps playing and he keeps dominating. Well, it's crazy. Yeah, Ole was asked about it just uh, today, and Ole said like, "What am I supposed to do? Sit somebody down who just keeps scoring goals?" And it's it was a good response, right? Like. Obviously, he said we have to manage him, right? We have to take care of him. He's a young player. He's still learning to play at this level week in and week out. Um, but at the same time, what am I supposed to do? Bench a guy that just bangs every game? Okay? He bangs, man. He bangs. Um, 2.6 also right in, do we think Jose plays FPL? Surely it can be the only explanation for why Arier has become essential because Spurs have dropped Sun and Hurricane into defense. Jose has spotted an opportunity to make a serious FPL differential with a pre-COVID FPL non-entity. That's funny. Um, Harry Kane's a center defensive mid. That's fun. We were talking last week about, so Harry Kane's um, expected goals value was a little bit higher. Um, But man, if you pull up his touch map, like it looks like that of a holding midfielder or central midfield player. He just drops deeper and deeper and deeper. It's strange to me because wouldn't you think that like Spurs has an analytics department that would be like, Harry, you need to push up against the back line, Harry. And Harry Kane would be like, well, I don't know how to do that. I want to play central midfielder now. You know, like, why is somebody not addressing that at the club? I don't know. I, I still think that uh, Mo is just, helping man united out i have no other good explanation as to what's going on it doesn't make sense he's just like he's telling son to play like literally son's as wide as he can be and mo is telling him to play off the pitch like go stand in the stands right that's how wide i want you to be right and then and then he's like all right and harry we're gonna have you play next to eric dyer the worst player in the prem it's just the whole situation's an absolute joke. It's hard to watch. Well, I mean, I mean, Kane has to play for Dyer because Dyer is fighting fans in the stands. So, I mean, maybe that's why. <laughs> maybe that's know. like the setup is like Sun is in the stands to make sure that nobody mouths off to Dyer, right? Like he just keeps him out there, and then <laughs> yeah. and then Harry just plays right next to him because Dyer can't stop staring into the stands, anyways, right? Yeah, I don't know. Teams are fucking joke. So. Um, FPLDC says is Vardy essential for 35? Um, I mean, you know, obviously he's going against Bournemouth and Bournemouth have, have been poor. Um, I, I mean, in terms of like big chances conceded, Bournemouth is one of the worst teams in the league right now. Um, I, I was just thinking about this, Jake. I think big chances conceded is, is a bit of a deceiving stat as well, especially if you look at small periods of time. Like if you're looking at, you know, the last three game weeks or five game weeks, like essentially if you played City or you played Liverpool, you're going to be very high on that because they create the most big chances. So I think you have to take that with a grain of salt. But at the same time, um, you know, they're 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 conceding a lot of good chances. And so I think Vardy's a great pick, right? Obviously for this game week, I don't think there's any any doubt about that. FPL Geek wrote in Vardy, community darling for 35. I, I tend to agree, don't you? Yeah, I mean, I definitely would want him on my team. Um, there's just no way I feel like I can get him in rationally. But yeah, for sure, if it if it takes just like one move, I think for sure that's a reasonable thing to do. 
for the rest of the season. It does seem too that, and and I don't necessarily know if this is true or not, but it feels like Vardy tends to score in bunches, doesn't he? Like he scores, you know, a, few, a handful of game weeks in a row. Um, and now he has, he scored two in a row. Um, I mean, if we look at him this season, uh, right. So he had that streak of one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight or nine, nine games where he scored in a row, uh, including mm-hmm. a hat trick and a brace in that time. And now he's got a brace and a goal in the last two. I mean, I don't know for sure, but he does tend to score in bunches. And I think he's, I would say he's pretty hungry. I don't, again, I hate drawing narratives, but this guy's ready for the golden boots. So, um, Thomas Bracken wrote in, is it too late to get on Salah and Greenwood? Um, are they good buys to hold or should we be looking elsewhere for points? now? it's not too late. Is it? No, I mean, it's definitely two moves. I'm like very, very strongly considering. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, good to go. Um, Thomas also wrote in, and I think this is a good question. At this point in the season, what is the best week uh, to free hit? Um, I mean, I think if you, I think if you've held your free hit this long, you save it for thirty-eight. Um, do you have your free hit, Jake, or have you used it? I used it. Okay, I'm screwed. <laughs> no doubt, no doubt, no doubt, no doubt, no doubt. Um, I, I think, and maybe that's just it's like confirmation bias, right? I still have my free hit. So I'm thinking save it and use it in 38 when we might get some lineup leaks and, you know, you can sneak attack your rivals and things like that. Um, And you can kind of pick the players that you think are, I don't know, going for the golden boot or that have the best chance for clean sheets just in that game week. I don't know. Um, And there's a few good, there's a few good fixtures in 38. Um, And so that's kind of why I'm holding. So for example, city play Norwich. Um, I'm going to load up there. Liverpool playing Newcastle, obviously load up there. Um, you know, and then maybe you look at, you know, do you target some of these other guys? Like, um, do you look at, I don't know, Jamie Vardy versus Man United? He does tend to score against the big teams. Do you look at Ings against Sheffield? You know, do you, I'm not exactly sure how you do it, but that's kind of what I lean towards at the moment. Um, unless something weird comes up, so you cool with that answer yeah i like that answer of course you do um marvin hits are bad yet i keep taking them why can't answer that for you marvin are they are they bad though like lately i just feel like that's what i'm missing i don't know (laughs) jake you got a little itch well it's just like every player we name the week prior like oh yeah they're probably gonna have a game good game week do you know you know what i mean i just i don't know if hits are that bad my suggestion would be you try like to take i don't know a minus 80 and just kind of play it out right we see how it goes right reset that team big guy yeah excuse me little guy i know you don't like being called big guy wait is that are you talking to marvin or to me no talking to you little guy i thought are you sure i was talking to marvin nope talking to you little guy Un- okay. unimpressive, well, I may take a minus eighty. Unimpressive yeah. guy. Var- get Vardy, Salah, Greenwood. I'll just I'll change my whole team. It'll be great. Good idea. Um, Captain Hindsight write, writes in uh, with Fernandez on for a predicted three hundred and eighty three <laughs> points in a full season. He says, "I did the math. Should we just set and forget the, him as the captain at this stage? Messi levels. Liverpool fan vomit." Uh, and soccer milf, a new write-in. I like that soccer milf. Jake, do you know what milf is? What is that? Mm, not sure. Milf. Just a name. 
Must be. It's a weird name. Never heard that before. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm not sure. You're a MILF, Jake. Is that, a, is that a bad thing or a good thing? Certainly not a good thing as a little guy, you know? <laughs> Will Fernandez ever just not haul? He says, uh, I capped him for his three points and was always too scared after. That sucks. Um, yeah, I don't know, Jake. Like, what are your thoughts on Fernandez? Are you just going to captain him the rest of the way out? Uh, yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of how I'm feeling, too. Like, like, I'd like to take a risk and, like, do an unusual captain. Like, bring in Vardy and captain him or, like, go with Sterling or something like that. But, like... It's really hard to justify that. 14 points, 15 points, 15 points. Then he had three, but then he had nine, six, 10, and 14, and six. He's returned in, he, he's blanked in only two game weeks since he's been on the team since game week 25. I mean, it, it seems to me like it's almost foolish to even look away from him. The only downer for me was the whole, like, Rashford taking the PK that one week. I was really confused, but I, I do agree. It's like Fernandez is probably the safest captain choice. Um, that being said, I mean, I, I thought De Bruyne was a solid choice this past week because he probably should have had 25 assists right. and no one could finish the passes that he provided <laughs> Foden. But, yeah, I, I mean, I think... It's between De Bruyne and then Salah and then Fernandez for me. That's what's crazy. That's the whole thing about like our hits bad. I don't even know anymore because everybody's just scoring 40 goals in a game. Yeah, so that's true. I don't know. It does yeah. seem like def- defenses are a bit more loose and that there's, there's room f- to make up points on a hit. Um, I'm probably yeah. captaining him this week. I'm not 100% sure, but I'm like, pretty certain that i just have to like i'm not really sure what else to do you know like i want to go in another direction but it's like every game week i don't captain him i'm just getting screwed so um alex uh allegretto i think i said that right best budget defenders for the remaining games that's a good that's a good question because like i just said a lot of the back lines have not been keeping cleans are there budget defenders that you kind of like right now, Jake? The problem is like there's not that many game weeks left, so unless you're taking a hit, like you said, it doesn't feel great spending your your free transfer on a defender. Um, but are there like budget defenders that you like going forward? I mean, obviously like Egan, right? Because he scores a goal. Every yeah, twenty five points. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. not. <laughs> I actually would stay away from Sheffield with their fixtures. Um, I mean, I think Aurier, I don't know if he's quite budget at 5.1. Um, I'm not going to, I don't know if I can give up on Wolves quite, quite yet. Their stats are great. Um, but their fixtures, yeah, their statistics are really strong. Like as a group, it's unlucky that they've conceded, I think. Um, but like statistically they give up almost like no big chances as a group. Yeah. And so... I, I would say like maybe a Cody for them, um, or Sice, but again right? he's not super cheap. Yeah, or size he's not super cheap either. So you know, four four point seven that's that's relatively budget. Yeah, yeah. I think right now the budget defenders should. I I don't want any budget defenders right now because so many defenders that you know we've we've 
been holding on to that are doing really well, they're returning again too. So, I mean, I think the Liverpool game week was a little bit rough with the one goal, but for the most part, everybody's having such great game weeks because the people that we're expecting to do well are doing well. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. They are what we thought they were. Um, Exactly. FPL version writes in, is Jake's love affair with Sun one for the ages? (laughs) I don't know. Do you love Sun? I don't. No, I mean, don't lie. Tell the truth. I think he's a fantastic player. I just don't think he should belong in the stands in the front row. Let your your heart speak about how you love him. Yeah. Well, I think he's a great FPL player and a great EPL player, but he's not being used appropriately. Jose Jose has used and abused him. Yeah, done. (laughs) Abil Virgin also writes in, why is fucking Dominic fucking Calvert fucking Lewin so very, very fucking (laughs) shit? Why Class A Drugs has your rival American pod... Oh, what Class A Drugs has your rival American podcast been smoking to call him the new fucking Thomas fucking Mueller? I don't know what American podcast rival has been saying that. Um, man, we should get, we got to have more rival pods like that we fight with, you know? <laughs> yeah. I'm not, That's a terrible decision on their part. I mean, I, don't get me wrong. Lots of good chances. Still can't finish. Yeah, that's kind of, so. I mean, that generally speaking, that is the story of Calvert-Lewin. Uh, if you look at his like heat maps, he's been receiving the ball a lot more in the middle of the pitch. Um, his expected goals is, is actually not super high, but he has been getting quite a few shots off. Um, and just, he's, he's a very poor finisher. He's, he's almost never going to exceed that expected goals total. Um, and he also just, he, he doesn't do a good job of getting himself into the box. Um, and I don't know if that's a result of the way Everton play, um, or just a result of Calvert Lewin. Um, he does have quite a few, I mean, a decent amount of goal attempts. He's averaging, um, like three, roughly three goal attempts per game. Um, but probably, I mean, he just underperforms in general. Um, he's, he's not a good finisher. So, yeah, I don't know. Let's uh, like kind of like, what's that? Let's like start a gang and then fight other pods. Let's do that. Our gang would be let's good. Do it. Yeah. Our gang would be good. Like, I'm guessing, like, if you look kind of at like at the heavy hitters in our, in, that are part of our pod, you know, like, you know, the Matt Halls and the two point sex sounds and like Emma and Meredith and like Bobby Love, right? You know, Bobby Love's a dirty fighter, right? Like, you know, that guy, like everybody else pulls out. Like, have you ever seen what, what movie is that called um, with Will Ferrell? Um, why am I blanking on that? Steve Carell plays that character and they all go and fight. What is that called? I don't remember. Uh, Anchorman. Yeah. Anchorman. That's the scene with Steve Carell when they fight with the other with the other groups um that's bobby love mm-hmm. right like everybody else pulls out like weapons and bobby loves like got like a six foot long dildo that he just like pulls out of his pocket <laughs> oh yeah yeah i missed that part the thing is I though bobby being bobby being a, you want the guy with the six foot long dildo on your team right like using it like a ninja turtle right like Raphael just like spinning that thing around or whatever right <laughs> i mean like that's the, you want that guy in your team right you don't you don't want him on the yeah. other team, right? Like if he if, if they show up to a fight and, and that guy shows up, you're like, this guy's a psychopath. I'm out. 
right? I'm not playing this game. Okay, uh, so yeah. I, I think we'd be in pretty good shape. I'm just saying. Definitely. I don't know where Bobby Love is though. Is he just giving up on the season? No, we've he's he's been out and about, man. I think yeah, he's been he's been around. Okay. He wrote a question in for this week. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm excited coming, to get to it. It's then. Coming up, it's a quality question too. Um, Al Siffer writes in Spurs and Harry Kane. Never mind targeting Bournemouth over these next few weeks. Should we be targeting Tottenham? starting with North London Derby against Arsenal. Uh, um, we've talked about how bad Spurs are. The only thing that, that Jose can do is bottle games up. And so um, it's hard for me because I really was like, I used to really admire Jose like as a manager. I liked his weird antics and stuff. And like the last year has really shown to me that he's just, um, he's archaic. and uh, But he's good at bottling games up. So no, I would not say don't target Spurs. They're not going to concede a ton of goals. Um but yeah, um, P-Dubs writes in, ditch all Wolves players and which two city assets to bring in if you only own KDB. Please, um, should you ditch all Wolves players, Jake? I don't think so. I don't think so, but that's what's been killing me lately is Wolves. Yeah. I, I honestly do think they've just been a little bit. It's too many games too quickly for them. Um, yeah, because they can't. They, they don't really rotate. Of- yeah they don't yeah. and that's what i think is the main issue so they're gonna need to strengthen that um, squad uh before um either champions league or europa next year whatever they end up doing um I, yeah I hope so I, I i will say for the ditch all wolves not a bad idea like i i'm strongly considering it um jimenez will go against like everton and then Chelsea, but have Burnley Crystal Palace. So it's like, it's one of those things where he's still owned by a lot. It's definitely a reasonable move, depending on what else you have on your team. Yeah, the, I will say too that um, like Doherty's and Raul Jimenez is like their chances and their expected goals have taken an, ex- an absolute dump, like in the last four or five game weeks, um, like really, really low um sub one goal like on the expected values uh now doherty does get a lot of touches but um but jimenez's touches have really dropped off in terms of his his total touches and both of them are not receiving the ball in dangerous areas hardly at all doherty again plastered to the sideline much like sun and jimenez basically like floating around the pitch just trying to get involved almost nothing in the box um, so, so I would say, yeah, I mean, it's okay. I think to move on with some of those players, the plus side is that they are decent defensive assets. So, uh, you know, they have a good chance of keeping cleans. As I mentioned before, wolves, um, with not a lot of big chances conceded, but, um, what would you say to P-Dubs about the two city assets that you'd target? If you, if you had KDB right now, who else would you look at Jake? I w- I would go with Foden still and probably Amaras mm-hmm. or Sterling. Um, I mean, Foden just barely missed, man. Like, yeah. he played 60 minutes and should have had two goals at 5.3. So, I'm not going to give up on him just yet. Um, and then Mahrez has consistently been very good, but, like, so has Sterling. So, whatever price fits into your team, um, that's kind of my feeling on those two players. Yeah, I think um, – I think- Mares is a great pick. You, you're gonna have to put up with the once in a a while the ro- the little bit of rotation, but Pep does seem to favor him over Bernardo, um, and so he's getting a lot of, of play there. 
Um, when he does return, he also tends to get bonus points, so that's also a big plus. Um, and, and both those players are good. So I think I would probably go with Mares and Foden, actually, would be the two players I would I would target. Now, on my personal team, I actually ended up going with Sterling because I thought he'd be more guaranteed to start, and then he didn't. Plus side is he, he did get those two returns. Um, you know, so so I, I actually like the Mares move just because it frees up funds over Sterling quite a bit that you can use just elsewhere to, to fill your team out. Uh, okay, just a few more questions, Jake. Then we have some random stuff to finish up the pod. Um, Robert Hunt says, I think my next two transfers are going to be Salah to Sterling and Jimenez to Ings. Uh, which would you do this week? Brighton have conceded three goals each in each of their last two home games. I want another City player because I have KDB for Bournemouth game as well. Uh, so risk no Salah now or what? Or wait. Hmm. Hmm. I, I think if you're not getting Salah in this week, you know it's okay to it's okay to wait without him. I mean. You've you've probably watched this more with him. I don't. That's such a tough question. I I think it's okay to go without Salah. Um, he tends to not follow up like really great hauls with super good game weeks. The issue, um, the issue is Ings this week has Manchester United. Who, wait, who does Ings? So the other move that they're considering is Jimenez to Ings. Wait no, Ings no Ings doesn't have man. Oh man, you know yeah, you're right, you're right. Um, God, Jake. Er, sorry, sorry. I thought I was thinking Man City. Um, so that's that's I think the the problem there, right? Like it'd be good to have yeah, Salah this why, week, but yeah, why not? Why not hold and then wait on both and oh, make a double? I actually like that better. Yeah. I don't, yeah. Can you hold, yeah. Robert? Hold, hold, hold. That's my suggestion. Yeah. Uh, Emma, what has made you happiest this FPL season? Emma, come on. No one's ever been happy while playing FPL. Right? Tough question, yeah. I don't know that I, like, I've already had a, a great game week. All, all, I mean, I've had, like, two or three d- pretty good ones. Never happy. Um, if KDB is injured or rested, there's some talk of that, by the way, as most of us have him. Um, what should we do? Minus four in a Chelsea asset, minus eight for Sterling. I asked the question, um, as with the Champions League matches and cup matches coming up, will he play those instead of the Premier League? Um, I don't know about that. <laughs> Matthew Hall says lie to Emma because <laughs> they're competing at the top of the league. We always do. Yeah. We always do, Matt. We lie to everyone, Matt. So just get that sorted out. Um, yeah, Jake, so there's this talk right now that KDB, you know, he kind of had like a little um, calf injury or something i think he's fine like he trained but there's some talk that he might be rested this week um like with him possibly being rested and like for example my team i have a shit bench do you think it like makes sense to take a minus four and get somebody else in or is that is that maybe foolish yeah honestly i don't think so um i am almost guaranteed to take a minus four this week with De Bruyne. I'm I'm pretty worried about it. Um, I just kind of decide like where do I cut ties? Like the Wolves players, I I would like to, but like they're all kind of mid price range, right. so it's going to be I'm not going to be making as big of a change. Like I would really like Mahrez. Um, the fact that he didn't play all of the game and also still got a return, I think he's like kind of a must player for me. But it means 
it means I'd be dropping Mane against Burnley, which also seems ridiculous. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like this whole, like, our t- my team looks good on paper, but they're not returning. So we've been down this road before where you make all those transfers and <laughs> you really regret it. But I think I'll be taking a minus four to get Mahrez in um, and go from there. Yeah. Yeah. I think just on that note, like of transfers and stuff, Garf asks a, a good question. He says, uh, does the, the fear of missing out dictate any of your transfer decisions as uh, is this is this really dependent on OR overall rank? So like, do you ever feel like you're just like, oh shit, like my team's pretty good or like looks okay, but so and so could have a monster haul this week, and so many people have him. Should I be chasing that player? Well, yeah, that's the funny thing is like usually for FPL that doesn't make sense, but like recently with like Fernandez on pace to score 363 points a season, I mean like yeah, that's the that's the thing like that's insane to me, and it like I thought that wouldn't happen as much with all these game game weeks back to back, but like it's that's definitely not the case. Right. It just keeps happening. Yeah. So no doubt, no doubt, no doubt, no doubt, no doubt. Um. Random questions for those. So those are the FPL questions, Jake. Um, so we're going to pound through these randos and then we're going to get out of here. FPL, a virgin says, is it fair that Jake has everything an anaconda between his legs an unlimited supply of wine from his wife, a respectable FPL rank and an extremely competent governor who has complete control of the COVID virus. <laughs> so like all those things are wrong. I guess that's probably the point, right? He's trying to hurt your feelings, isn't he? Yeah, that's what I'm a little bit worried what's about. What's the smallest snake in the world? Because that's what's between your legs. It's like a caterpillar, a little caterpillar, you know? Uh, that hurts. That's very but I will say I do I do have unlimited supply of wine for my wife. That like, I true. pay for it, but it's still right. unlimited. So. <laughs> basically, it's your money that covers all that unlimited wine. But, like, yeah, yeah, it's, it's basically unlimited. Um, your FBL rank yeah. is relatively average and your governor is awesome too. We probably shouldn't say anything bad. He'd be angry. What's your governor's last name? I don't even know. It's Scott, right? Scott something? <laughs> no, his first name. We're like buddies, but whatever. Um, yeah, I don't know his last name. Bobby Lovett, and if you had to pick an awful superpower for each other, what would it be? For example, I'd pick for Jacob to have taste buds in his ass. <laughs> So what? I don't get it. So like you have to eat. So like if you want to taste things, you have to put it in your butt. Yeah, I don't know. I guess it doesn't um, sound like the worst. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> what is that super super bad? Where he says all the best foods are shaped like dicks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's good. I mean, I don't know what would be what would be your awful superpower for me, Jake? Like a bad thing. I can't. I don't know if I can do that to you. Penises like, for eyes for you. Pod. Penises for eyes. <laughs> um, People would be so disgusted every time they saw you. Oh my god. Yeah, I'll say that you would have to feel everybody's emotions tenfold because the world's just so sad. Anyways, that would be terrible. Jake, I already do that. I'm a very empathetic person. You don't know that about me, but yes. I am. Yeah, well, all right. There you go. I, it is actually Governor Rick Scott, by the way, so I was correct. Good. I, I cover all of yeah. those, that empathy with anger and aggression. 
That's what my therapist that I don't have tells me. Typical uh, cancer for those of you that follow. Wow, you wish me to have cancer for an awful superpower? Holy shit, you are a son of a bitch. You know that? Liam asks, (laughs) bit of a bad game week for me. Could Jake tell me a joke to cheer me up? Jake, do you have a joke? I should have told you to get one before the pod. Do you have a joke? I don't, but I do have a fun fact. Okay, um, that's the same of, thing. <laughs> I mean, it's, it is what it is. It's knowledge. Facts uh, are Liam, hilarious. A group, of, <laughs> a group of parrots is called a pandemonium, if you'd like to know. So. Actually, uh, in America, like facts are funny these days, aren't they? Like if somebody's like, here's some statistics, you're that's like, ha we don't listen to those yeah fun all right uh that's the end of the podcast that was a fun huh yeah i still don't know what i'm doing for this week but it was good yeah it's good there's no point in knowing jake it doesn't matter what you do we'll we're both bad so it'll be wrong yeah no doubt no doubt no doubt no doubt okay let's get out of here i need to have dinner i've had a couple beers now and haven't had any food and so i'm hungry um, so let's get out of here. Good luck to everybody for the game week. Again, I know I started the first five minutes of the pod with it, but thanks to all the Patreons that have been sp- supporting us all year. Um, hope everyone does well. I'm Marco. I'm Jake. And remember, you should dive. <laughs> <laughs>